Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Kate at thisweekwithkate.com. Hi, Mark. Hey. How are you this week? Very good. I think we should welcome everybody back if they if they're a returning visitor to our show. Hi, everybody. Hey. It's nice to let you into our lives one more time. <laughs> yep. So it's been a long week. Has it been a long week? It's been a long week. It's been seven days for me. I don't know about you. Okay. <laughs> well, my son, Bob, has come home one more time again. Should we say our son, Bob, or? My son, Bob. Your son, Bob. Even though it is our son, Bob. Okay. And I don't know if anybody out there has had their grown children come back home to live again and what that, what happens when that happens. It's just a little bit annoying. Um, Why is it annoying? Because I'm very happy. It depends on if you can live with your child or not. I mean, some children... Um, you are easier to live with than others. But even if they're easier to live with, which our son Bob is very easy to live with, it still can be very annoying at times. I think having anybody invade your small little world, you know, no matter who it is. That is very, very true. You know, because we have our other son. He can't live with us because he's too far away. Right. Which we would love, but... um, Yeah. So we got this one coming to live with us. Yes. But he's not really, he's not here all the time though. Right. Well, he was living with us on and off for quite a while. And um, he was living with us and, but he wasn't here very much. And as you said, and then he went to live with his girlfriend Mm -hmm. for about six months approximately. Mm -hmm. And we just got used to not having him here again. And then he's back suddenly. Yeah, he's in his, right now he's what, in his mid-20s? Yes. So, uh, That's so what he, he was is. living with his girlfriend, but he wasn't living with his girlfriend. Well, he just said he didn't like the word living and she didn't like the word living. And that's a whole other story. <laughs> but he didn't want to say that he was living with her. He was just sleeping there. Most of the time, not all. Yes, 95% of the time. I would say maybe even 90%. All right. And it just was easier on us, I feel. Yeah, but I missed him. Okay, well, you can miss him. But now that he's back 90% of the time and seeing her, what, 10% of the time, I guess. I miss both my kids. Oh. Um, (laughs) I now have rotting bananas in my kitchen. That's not a good thing. That I can't get rid of because one time before I threw out the rotting uh, bananas and I got yelled at, why did you throw out my bananas that I bought? And I said, because they were rotting. And he said, well, I use them in my blended fruit drinks, even if they're not you know, perfection. I think you threw out the blender. Well, that's the next story. (laughs) The Uh, story was he came home mm. and said, where is my blender? Because it was kept out on my counter, which is another story because 
It's like, how many things can I have out on my countertop? And he wanted his blender. I think there was something else too beside the blender that he wanted kept out, but I don't know what that was. And I said, okay, it was a brand new blender. It didn't look too bad. And it just said, I just said, okay, we'll leave it out. And I think he said he used it while he was here twice. Mm-hmm. And the entire time that he was living with us at that point, which was quite a while. And I just not, I just didn't deal with it because if he kept it clean and which he, I think he, he did, did. Yeah, it was fine. That I just didn't deal with it. I just didn't like the rotting, rotting bananas, which I couldn't throw out because I got yelled at. Did you throw these new bananas out? No. Got throw them I out. now have rotting bananas on my countertop. Throw them out. One more time. Throw them out. And I can't throw them out because he will get upset. But the biggest thing that happened this week was the blender fiasco. He came home and said, where's my blender? It is not on the counter. And I said, well, I don't remember what happened because it was quite a while ago. But I thought you told me that I didn't have to keep it on the blender, on the blender, on the counter again, because you were gone Mm -hmm. most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so I had no remembrance of what happened to that blender. I remember taking it apart. Yes, I think we did, but I don't know what happened. And we looked on, he made me look in every cabinet in the garage, not, not in the attic. Did you look on our yacht for the uh, blender? Yeah, right. Our yacht (laughs) as if, (laughs) And I don't know where the, I don't know where the blender is. And he just kept complaining. It cost me so much money. And so I said, well, you're going to have to go out and get another blender because I don't know where it is. Here's what we tell him. Yeah. Bob, if you're listening, wait till you get an apartment. Yes. Then get the And then buy a blender. Forget the blender here. If you want a mixed drink, go over to Starbucks. Or go someplace and get one. So the first night he stayed over mm. at our house, right. which he was now living again, supposedly at, that morning he comes downstairs and I'm eating breakfast and he said, where is the blender? And I said, I don't know. And he had bought bananas and he said, well, I was thinking that I was going to have this blended drink for my <laughs> breakfast and so i said go out to wawa and right. buy one mm. but it just kept going back and forth and he just kept getting madder and madder and it's like you're in my house even though i have to say it's his house too because it's his home and it's just very crazy my feeling that he doesn't live here even though he it is his home mm. and i keep thinking I just have this thing, like I keep saying it's my home because he wasn't here for a long time. And I keep saying, you're back at my house. Yes, but it he is gets, our house. He gets upset at that too. Saying, well, I don't care. It's my home too. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm your son. It's my home too. But how many yes, times is he yes. going to be back at this house where he we have to let him live here? I guess it has to be a forever thing. Yeah. You never know. I mean, we just saw that guy who lost his job, remember? Yeah. So it's like, who knows? So if you're 60 years old and your mother is still alive. 
right. you can still go back home. Yes, I think my mother, Yes, even though I never, ever, ever, ever lived in the house, there's a yes. room with my name on it. Yes, that you could go back. Yes. I don't know how, really. I don't know how happy or welcoming she would be, though, oh. if you came back in there and started bringing all your stuff and if, your if clothes. It was, if it was just me without any family members, yes. you know, just me. But you're going to spread your clothes and you're going to put all your stuff on her countertop, okay? And you're going to say, oh, you know, buy this and this for me from the grocery store and on and on. All the different things that come with a person she living there. She wouldn't think about that. She wouldn't think about that at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning. But then when it starts happening, yeah. I don't know how happy she would be. Well, we both know. We, we are not going to do that. I would never go there. Yes. But I'm just saying how, I guess, there's you a, know. There's a place on a, on a street corner. For if you're a mother first. and father alive, I guess you just have to be prepared. Yes. That your child at some point, especially now with with the job market as it is, and people get keep getting, you know, thrown out of their jobs or they can't, you know, they and get out of college and they can't find a job and it's just years. It's just years and you still have to pay for all of their stuff. I mean, I guess they can just go in the meantime and get a job at Walmart or whatever to try to get some money. As long as the, you know, your child comes back and they're not just mooching on you and sleeping around the house. Right. As long as they're trying to get a job. Which and, we hope they will but be. I'm just, but I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if they were there living with you for six months or a year and they're really not doing anything yeah. at all and you're kind of like, hey, you're going to do something with your life, you know? Yes. I mean, if they're trying to find it, you know, if they're just whatever. Right. I have no problem. Starting in a business. I have, no, I have no problem in them coming back home. Right. Neither, both of our kids. Yeah. And our granddaughter. Yes. Which we got to talk about one of these days. Yes. She's so cute. Well, anyhow, that was my whole long thing entitled Bob's Blender. Bob's Blender. Bob's Blender Fiasco. What did Bob? What? He, there was some, oh, Bob Bidet or something like that. But he was going to remember he was going to sell bidets. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was always going to sell a lot of different things. Oh, my goodness. All right. So now there is another rant that I'm going to go on. And someone um, just made me think about this. And it really is a big thing for women. And this is if you take a survey mm -hmm. or any type of thing where you have to put your age range. Oh, yes. They they should just put like, what is your age? And they should have like a drop down field or something where you could pop your age in or you could just type, you know, my my age is 29. Right. Right. But when they have it and you're just turning 30, 40, 50, et cetera, 60. And they, and they lump you into these larger groups. They lump you into the larger groups and it's like, okay, um, it go, it ends at 49 yeah. and the next one starts at 50 to 65 60. or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you turn that next decade or whatever, and you're already upset about it enough. But when you have to take this survey Let's just say you have to take the survey. And so you have to take the survey. And now all of a sudden you realize you're in that next group. 
But what, what am I going to tell you? you? What am I going to tell you to do? Pretend. Lie. Lie. Check the one that's below yours. That's such a good idea. That's all. That's all I you got to do. You know, but okay. Okay. That's <laughs> Check fine. Check the one from 34 to 40 or something. Right. That's fine. But in your mind, in your head, you're seeing it and you're seeing that you're now lumped. Okay. Yes. yes. In this next decade. So with, even though with you're all lumped. These, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now you're lumped in, let's say it's, it's lumped, it's from, it ends to 29 and now all of a sudden it's 30 to 45. It's like you just turned 30, your 20s are now over, but you're now lumped in with 45 year old. It's like, mm. what? What? Right, I just right. turned 30 and I'm lumped in with 45 year olds? It's like really nuts. And it just. But if you have a paper form. Yes. That you are filling out. Yeah. They can't give you a drop down menu. Okay. They have to well, give okay. you some okay. ranges. So you don't have to have a range. You could just put in a, like a, a, a box. A, a number. What is your age? Put in your age. Well, see, they want to be able to feed it into some sort of database mm. and get some sort of report. I guess. And but, it makes it easier. Oh, so you as a man, because I just know me as a doesn't woman. Give, doesn't bother me at all. I knew you were going to say that. How does it not bother you? Because it doesn't matter how old I am. I think somewhere inside. Nope. Come on. Nope. When you changed, let's say from 29 to 30 or from 39 to 40. See, my, let's fa- just my say. father did it right. Yes. He just when kept he, saying when he, he was turned, 10 years. When he turned 40, yeah. he was still 39. Okay. He was 39 until he was 50. And okay. When he was 50, yeah. he was 49. So it bothered him then as a man. That was, it his, did way, that was his way of, of just coping with it. Right. But I think he did it more for having fun. Okay. But I'm talking about you. Me? I don't care. How can you not care? I drive on the left side, you know. What has that got to do with an age? I don't care. I mean, I understand it's just a number. But I was talking about talking with another woman about this, and she is much younger than me, and it bothered her also when she's realizing that she's getting up to where she's going to turn thirty, and how it's going to affect her. Thirty. Yes. She's worried about. 30. I know, I know, but we can look back on it now and say that. But but when you're thirty and you're turning from twenty nine to thirty, and it's when horrible. you're ninety, you're going to yes. be looking back at this and saying, "Oh my god!" I I know I will be. Right. I I mean, if I'm still alive, you'll, you'll I can, be here. I can guarantee. I can guarantee I'll still be upset. And, and when you get, do you know they don't even they just have like a sixty five and over. A 65 yeah. plus. See, oh, that's so horrible. No, that's too. good. It's kind of like. No, because you just know. You just you know, know you're, that. You're on your way out. You're on your way out and they don't even care. <laughs> I mean, with the TV things, right? Mm. It's only till. They don't care about Jeff. 49, right. But it's like the, the people that have the most money are over that age that they're even counting. So it's like. Yeah, but when you get why, over a certain why? age, even though you have the money. Yeah. You don't tend to spend it. Maybe because you're nervous. Yeah. Okay, so even if you don't have the money at a young age and you're spending your parents' money. Oh, yes. That's why they come live with us. Oh, my God. I guess so. It's so they can spend their money. Yes. And they don't have to pay for rent. Right. But it's their um, their choice as to what the people want to put the movies at and the television shows. 
So it's teenagers and 20-year-olds, and that's what we're watching on television. And the new movies that are coming out are mostly for teenage boys. You think so? I don't think so. Yes. Yes. Aside from like Toy Story. Well, they have, yeah, and they have these, the comic things, even though I, I did like a couple that had come out. Right. But um, very few. And most of them are these teenage things. And, you know, oh my God, the ones that they have, um, the bare-breasted or almost bare-breasted women, you know, running around with like five guys. That's good. You don't go see them. No. And you don't let me see them. <sighs> no, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but I just don't want to see them. I want a new Bruce Willis movie. Oh, I know. You and Bruce Willis. <laughs> All right. Enough about that. So um, another problem that I'm having, which I don't know if anybody else is go out there is going to understand this, but we'll just keep it short in case... Other people don't have this problem. I'll tell you. If I go, that means forget it. All right. Comcast. We have Comcast cable, which I'm sure quite a few people out there probably have. Yeah, but across the country, there's... There's there's quite a few people, I think, because they just bought NBC. Yeah, but there's still... When you start going into other areas... There's quite a few other people. Yeah, there's different options. All right. Well... Just try to have compassion with me if you right. don't have Comcast What's Cable. What's your problem? Here's my problem. I watch um, HLN, which is headline news. Okay. All right. And it's you can watch CNN or you can watch HLN. I mean, you can watch all kinds of other things. And there's all kinds of other news things out there. But one of the things that I really like to watch is HLN, which has um, a lot of uh, programs now, mm -hmm. not just news. Mm hmm Nancy Grace. Ugh. I knew you were going to say that. Ugh. I do like Nancy Grace, but not constantly She's because horrible. no, she isn't horrible because once in a while it's, it's it does get on your nerves. The voice alone. <laughs> okay. I, somebody should just. No, no, do not even go there. All right. But She's anyhow, so bad. no, well, anyhow, I like so Nancy annoying. Grace and um, Joy Behar, which I love. But they put her on a 10 now. Okay. Um, I really like Joy Behar. For those of you that may not know her, she is on The View with The View Ladies. And she does this um, show also. She was also a stand-up comedian. Right? Yes. Yes. And we did see her in Atlantic City, I think. I don't know. As a live performer. She was just extremely funny. Yep. And so I watch, I try to watch her all the time as much as I can um, on HLN. They put her on HLN. Okay. Okay. So last night I was, I had it on and I was watching and instead of Nancy Grace, they had on a, like a murder mystery, which so, they don't usually have on this particular channel. Okay. Okay. So it's one of these hour long murder mysteries where they go through this and this thing happens and um, somebody gets murdered. And it's a true, it's a true to life thing. And somebody gets murdered and they, at the end, they tell you either, you know, this is what probably happened and they went to trial and, and that type of thing. When I really like this type of show. Okay. So it was very interesting one. And so this is my, this is my rant. What does all this have to do with Comcast? Oh, I'm trying to get to that. Okay. Comcast. 
I don't know what it's called, but I think that as a broadcaster, they have to um, do public things, public, you know, in the public good type of things, free. I think that's on its way out, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Which is horrible. Oh, I'm so thrilled. Well, let me just explain this to you. Okay. Okay. Comcast puts this thing on called Comcast Newsmakers. I like that show. Oh, my God. Well, if you watch it, it's it's five or ten minutes at the end of each hour. Okay? Okay. So, I might be at the end of each half hour. So, at like 9.20, like 9.20, they put on Comcast Newsmakers. And so, and then I think they also put it on at five of the hour. So, and then it's just like a repeat and a repeat and a repeat. So what happens is on this Comcast newspaper makers, they'll have on, uh, like we happen to live in New Jersey. So they'll have a New Jersey representative or a New Jersey Senator yeah, yeah, yeah. or a business, um, somebody that chamber owns a business of chamber of commerce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you sit there and you live in New Jersey, you might find it interesting, but here's the problem. I'm watching this murder mystery. Okay. And it's an hour long at 20 after nine. Okay. Let's say it starts from nine to 10 at 20 after nine. You're in the middle of watching this and they, they put on Comcast newsmakers. So you don't get what happened at the end, whatever was the last few minutes that they were going through. Well, that's stupid. Right. Yeah. And then. Did you. So in other words, no. it didn't come back. No, you there's just, nothing you can do. That's there's, there's nothing. It's, uh, uh, it's so horrible. That's horrible. And so then at 930. Now, if they only did that to Nancy Grace. No, I wouldn't. Have I know. At 930, it continued. Mm -hmm. OK, so I watched it. And then at 10 of or five of it's just about to tell you no who, way. who murdered really? this thing in the end. Comcast News Bankers comes back on. That's so you can hear the end of it. I mean, yeah. I can understand with Joy Behar, although I still a lot of times like somebody's they're they're talking to somebody like, you know, it's kind of a chat type of thing. And, you know, you're talking to somebody 20 after Comcast Newsmaker. So you can hear the end of whatever the interview was. That's very, very crappy. Right. So I finally I I've been so upset about Did this this whole time. It? I finally at, at the with this murder thing got me. Like that was the last straw. Right. So I called up and you know, you call up and you get a customer service representative on the phone. Right. They don't know, you know, Nothing. whatever happens. Know right. So I'm not yelling at this guy, but I've just and he has this accent and I mean, I guess he's you know, here, maybe in New Jersey or Pennsylvania, but I don't know. It right. sounded like he was from India or Pakistan or... Somewhere outside the U.S. Yeah, someplace that I couldn't really understand that much of what he was saying. You're but probably he, right. But he was very nice. Right. Which is, is good. Yes. Okay. And so I'm trying to explain this whole thing to him. And I just said it has to do with programming. I'm upset about the programming so he could not get what the heck I was saying. So I explained this whole thing just as I explained the whole thing to you. Okay. Right. And he just didn't like, he couldn't understand. So he said, well, I'll tell them. Right. 
right? Yeah, right. Sure. So I said, could you just give me a, a, an email address, a regular address, a phone number, a name of somebody else that deals with programming that I could possibly talk to? No, there is no complaint thing. There's no, really? that's what he said. And I said, is there anybody else that may possibly know there that you could, that I could talk to now? I think I know somebody I can put your contact with. Really? Yes. You rock. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this before? I know I never told you about you never this told before. Me about this. Yeah, it just went, you know, what you could deal with, you know, you don't get the end of an interview, but you're in the middle of this murder mystery and twice during the no, murder that's mystery. Horrible. Yeah. I could just see me watching a Bruce Willis movie. Yes. And getting five minutes to the end of uh Right. You know, that's exactly what it is. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I'll call Bruce. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. So for our last thing for today, our last problem. I apologize for pausing before, but we just had to talk about something offline for a moment. We went yesterday to Home Depot and we were trying to get a new washer and dryer. Yeah, because ours went on the pits. Uh, yes. And... We met the salesperson who was very nice and he was approximately 60 years old. And while we were, you know, sitting there talking with him, we had picked out what we wanted and we're waiting, I don't know, for various things to happen. And we just said, you know, how long have you been working at Home Depot? And he said about ten, seven years. And we said, oh, you know, what did you do before this? We were just, you know, Chit-chatting. Yeah, chit-chatting, I guess. And so he said he worked at an IT department for a university, a local university. As a manager. As he, well, he, they had just made him a manager a couple of months okay. ago. But he had worked in the IT department. Okay. And the, uh, the university. Outsourced. Outsourced mm. their, their IT department. And that was the end to him and everybody else that worked in the, uh, the department. And it's just so crappy. I, I, it just so hit home. Yeah. You know, because I mean, not that I'm 60 yet, but I'm, you know, approaching it. Right. And, you know, I think if it even holds true for anybody over 50, cause he's 60 now. Right. But when it happened, he was probably closer to 50. He said he looked for a job for two years and couldn't find one. And finally went into real estate. And, you know, then the real estate, uh, he was just getting started with that. And after a year of that, the real estate um, boom went. Yeah, he said he spent more money trying to get business than he did making business. Right. Yeah. And it just, you couldn't do real estate anymore at that point. I mean, I, I he, but he did say, yes. you know, if you already had, you know, a network of people that you knew and right. you, you know if you had it, been in real estate for quite a while maybe it, it wouldn't be a, have been as bad but he had just been beginning yeah just to start it out was going to be too long of a right and yeah. so you know at that age it's just an extremely difficult to get any kind of a job yeah, and so he ended up at home depot and you know he's working a lot of hours I mean, you know, kudos to Home Depot for hiring him at this age. Well, as a salesperson, I don't. I don't say kudos to Home Depot for doing that because 
Home well, they De- don't have to hire somebody at that age either. Well, but Home Depot wants a reliable person. Yes. They just don't want to pay a lot of money. Right. You know, for that menial work. Right. And I'm, and it's, you know, if he accepts that work, right. they're thrilled to death because now yeah. they don't have this 17 or 18 year old kid right. who, you know, gets drunk or goes out on dates and comes in late. And it's kind of like, here's this responsible guy. Right. Who's going to be here. But it's just unbelievably I mean, I can't, that's, it's my biggest fear. Right. Well, it's horrible. I'm sure it's everybody's, you know, it's, it's like everybody's, everything's being outsourced. We don't create anything in this country at all anymore. How do you compete if you're 50 years or over Right. in most jobs? And I'm not saying in all, but just in most jobs, how do you compete with somebody that's in their twenties or thirties? Right. If you were a company looking to hire somebody. Right. Why would you want somebody 50-55? Well, you should because they can bring all that experience. But sometimes right. companies don't like all that baggage or pre-experience that you think is worth stuff. Right. They want to train you to do things their way. But, you know, it's just sometimes they do want the experience, but in a lot of cases, they just want some younger people. Right, because, and they you know think why? they have to pay you and, a right. lot of money Ab- too. Absolutely. In other words, if you're 60 or 50 or 55 right. and you were making, you know, 80, 90, 70, 100, whatever it might be, right. you know, you want to make that same money. And Where, if, if they're not going to pay you that money, they figure, oh, well, they'll just go and keep trying to find work. Right. You're not going to be happy. Right. You're just going to want to leave. It's just, um, you know, I mean, you can only start so many jobs. You can only start your own company so many times. I mean, I was thinking yesterday after we left. Right. I was saying to myself, wow, we should start a an employment service. Right. Dedicated to people 50 and over. Well, they had that guy on, um, I think it was on 60 Minutes or so, one of those shows. And, and he couldn't find work for years right. either. He was, and he did, that's what he did. I think that. Um, I don't know. I don't know how successful you'll be at that either. My, my gut tells me from all the people that I know that I have seen lose their jobs. I know, I know another guy who recently lost his job and he's been out of work for two years and, you know, he's now looking probably to work at McDonald's or something like that. Right. You know, they hold on, most people are holding on to that. Well, this is what I was making. This is what I should be. I should be making this. I should be able to find a job making the same kind of money. Right. And well, if you have to pay your mortgage, I understand, but then they can't. Right, you but know, then how do you sell your house in this today's real estate, and the, and you can't get the it, same so money difficult. anymore? It's just so difficult. Yeah, you know, we're uh, really depressing ourselves here. I know. I know. It's, it's sad. It is. It's really, really difficult. I don't know. Maybe we should try to come up with some uh, tips or help for people. I think they're already out there. Yeah. I think the probably the biggest thing is that. Um. I think a lot of people, not everybody, but I think a lot of people are probably overpaid because they keep, they kept getting increases or whatever in their salary as the years went by. And then all of a sudden the companies say, why am I having to pay this guy so much just because he's been here for 20 years? But you have to give people 
an inspiration of why you know to keep working you you want to you want to reward people with something i mean if you've been there 30 years i think you don't want to keep having the same money but i'm just talking off the top of my head i know okay right now i know but i have i think rather than maybe giving you a uh, an increase every year right you'd almost stay at the same you know i mean this cost of inflation you know everybody we're all feeling like we're entitled to right. these increases well, well you, ha- been, you have to get money for what you're working but i think it all trickles down in other words if uh, it's just too complicated but maybe companies could share their profits with their employees. Yeah, they have com- they have places like that. You know, rather than giving you an increase in your salary. Um because some years you do good, some years the business doesn't do good. Right. I remember we were watching something on TV where the company gave a, you know, a portion of their profits to the to the workers and right. and that worked out really really well and the and the workers all knew that the better that the company did and the more uh cost efficient they ran right. the more money that they were going to get yeah i think that's probably where we have to head that's a it's a great i think it's a great system i don't know i don't know enough about it yeah i mean i'm just talking off the top of my head so yeah i know which is scary sometimes it is it is very scary so, uh, <laughs> did you have any trouble with your, you were having trouble with your glasses this week? What was that issue? Oh my God. That's another problem. I just had a long week. I'm telling you. Um, I have progressive glasses. If anybody else out there has progressive glasses. Want to explain what that is? It is, I was going to get there. Mm. You didn't think I was going to get there, did you? Mm-mm. Um, it is, um, you have reading glasses and then you can have distance glasses. And so it is the distance and the reading all in one. Um, but it's not a bifocal. It progresses from your distance all the way, which is at the top of the glasses, all the way down to the reading glasses, which is at the bottom. And it just keeps progressing slight, 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 slight till it gets all the way down to the reading. It's also referred to as a no-line bifocal. Okay. All right. That's another word description for it. If you say so. Yeah, that's what it is. So. There's no line. Yes, that's true. There is no line. So, but the actual places that you can see are right in the middle of the glass. Um, it's, you know, it's just a tiny little portion of the middle of the glass that you can actually see anything. It's horrible. Well, you have to get used to it. It's like an hourglass. If you can imagine yes. an hourglass, the top portion is where you can see out of to see distance. And then, you know, the little skinny part when it goes down to the middle of the hourglass. Right. That's where your middle vision is. Like from, let's say, from where you are to maybe, I don't know, typically five or ten feet out. Right. And then the lower part of the hourglass is where you would read. Yes. Okay. But all that other area in the glass is all distorted yes it is so you can't even use it right but garbage but you get you get (laughs) used to looking out at this um but the problem that i had this week was um it seems like when i'm driving now Mm. um that it's a blurred 
it's not blurred close, but it's blurred far, the distance far um, when you see signs coming or cars or just things in the distance is blurred. And I'm just having a hard time because I can't see out there like really blurred. And so I'm trying to find a solution to this. Do you have any just distance glasses still around? No, I have just reading glasses. Just reading. Yes, I have more glasses probably than anybody else on this planet. I have just computer glasses. I have that. Just reading glasses. I have that. <laughs> it's hard. I can't even imagine these people that make these lenses. I mean, they're so expensive. And it's just what a gimmick that they just keep, you know, every time your prescription changes, you have to get new lenses. You have to get new frames. frames. You don't have to, but right. I bought those special glasses, so I don't have to get new frames. Right. Well, we hope. Well, I haven't had to in a long time. That's good. But it's just extremely expensive. Yes. And then they get you for coating that goes on top of it. So I just don't know if I'm going to find a solution um, to this thing uh, uh, other than just being, you know, having to see as a blur in the distance. Well, as I said, I think you know, need to go see a different, you know, eye doctor. Yes, that's what I'm going to try. Get a second opinion because the person we've been going to, even though they've been good. Yes. You know, we don't know how good have they been really. Right. You don't know because you need to, you know, it's only a comparison. Right. So I think if you go to somebody else, and yes. see what they prescribe. I think he, as far as I can remember, he just said to me that there is too much of a change between the top distance and the bottom reading to put it in a progressive, something like that. You might need to get a bigger glass also. Yeah. You know, Maybe. so that because with a bigger glass, they can give you they can open things up. Right. So I have to buy new progressives and I have progressive sunglasses. I have another suggestion. Yes. You could have a pair of distance yes. that you could use when you drive. I can't really. Wait, listen, wait, listen. Yes. And as you're driving, yeah. then Take all of a sudden, off. if you need to look at your speedometer, yes. you just switch glasses. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. And if you need to look over at your pocketbook or something. Yes. You switch glasses to the other pair. So you get like three or four different pairs. Yeah, at least. And so you just flip them back and forth. Right. Or maybe we get a pair of glasses and you push a button on the side and mm. it slips the other glass in. Oh, that would be good. You so know? when I get into an accident, I tell the cop, oh, I had to switch my glasses five times. Okay. Yes. That'll work. I think. And then they're going to put a, a law well, against yeah, that, right? <laughs> you can't do anything in your car anymore. Wow. Yeah, it's just kind of nuts. But anyhow, I think that's my rants for the whole week. Thank mm. you for listening to all my complaints. And uh, as always, uh, please just uh, visit our website, uh, which you can uh, get uh, a readable version of uh, and this, other yeah. sh our show notes. Thisweekwithkate.com. Yep, thisweekwithkate.com. And if you want to call us and... Uh, argue with us or tell us uh, you're wrong, you're right, whatever. We have a feedback uh, line that's open 24 hours a day. It just automatically goes to voicemail. It's 856-491-4972. I've said it so many times, I now remember it. That's good. Okay. 
And uh, but you can also just go to the website and we have a contact form and you can just fill out that form and tell us off and say, you know, where do you get off saying this or that and the other thing? And tell us off. Yeah. Like, tell us off because, you know, I, I believe me, I say enough things that people could tell you. You could tell Mark off. Yeah. So um, and uh, I'll say uh, goodbye to uh, our granddaughter. Hope she's doing well. All right. And, and our son down in. The southern states where he is. Yeah, and Bob. We miss him and Bob, Dan, Bob. Yeah. And uh, I just don't want to, I guess we shouldn't say our granddaughter's name. Or no. We, no, we can't say our granddaughter's name. That's not good. But we can't say Dan and Bob, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. So uh, we love them and we'll talk to you guys later and we'll see you next week, all right? Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.